Hello, I'm Colin, your host, and today I'm going to be covering the major events that went down during the month of March in detail. And for those who are wondering what the reason was for my absence over the past couple of episodes, all I can say that it's been kind of difficult to make decisions on what kind of content you want to make when there's very little news to talk about. That was until now. Welcome back to The Dispatch, now let's get right to it. As of March 28th, 2021, few major events have truly occurred in the month of March. However, the events that have transpired are a blend of horrifying and disappointing to say the least. I will be covering several topics of my own choosing today, these being the Governor Greg Abbott's decision to open up Texas, the Snyder Cut of Justice League and the effect it had on the film industry and the reason for it in general, and the shootings that occurred over the past couple weeks and its tie-in with a lot of the uh, big gun violence and gun registration arguments and uh, discussions being had right now. Not too long ago, the United States had a horrifying half a million deaths to COVID-19. However, the number of cases is dropping slowly as more and more vaccines go out and fewer and fewer cases occur. However, prematurely, Governor Greg Abbott made the decision to lift the mask mandate and now open up 100% as, quote, COVID is over, say many avid supporters of the previous president, the 45th, this being Donald Trump, and the current governor of Texas, Greg Abbott. Have these supporters have said through social media posts and signs and general comments supporting this idea that COVID has, quote, gone away. While this decision may be beneficial to the economy as to make the process of rebuilding and returning to what will be a new normal, a projected new wave of COVID cases is said to occur with maybe 100 to 150,000 more cases within the coming months, if not more. This decision may actually directly counteract the administering of COVID vaccines. According to the governor, he's successfully administered 10 million vaccines. However, the other 19.8 million or so other Texan citizens are unvaccinated and at risk of being infected and spreading to their friends and family. This could directly lead to many more deaths, something I'd like to make clear though. While there is no longer a statewide mask mandate, any and all stores and restaurants hold the right to refuse service for not wearing a mask. It is also recommended that the students currently going to in-school learning continue to wear their mask so as to not endanger their teachers and their families. I'm staying with this story currently and will keep you up to date in future episodes. These types of rash decisions, however, are the kind that carried us to 548,000 deaths in the United States from COVID, of which our home state has contributed 48,212 locals to. These are not just numbers on a board. These lives matter to people, and they're being used like a high score on Tetris, being thrown around with very little weight to what these numbers truly mean. Yesterday, 777 people in the United States died from COVID or COVID-caused illnesses. The deaths due to COVID-caused illnesses count towards the total COVID-19 deaths. Refusing to acknowledge the deaths is both incorrect and inhumane. However, this leads into a topic I've been leading to for a while, something I've been truly fearing for years that only sped up with the closing of these establishments due to COVID-19. This being a part of my life and something I've really, really liked doing throughout my entire childhood. The 2020s may be the end of movie theaters for good. Now let me explain. What I'm referring to specifically is the rise in streaming, whether it's movies, shows, or video games. 
There's a lot of different services that you can pay for that allow you to have direct access to all the different things that you like to watch or play. Whether it's Xboxes, Game Pass, which I personally pay for just because it allows access to hundreds of different indie games and even big budget productions such as the Halo franchise and Gears of War. But there's also things like HBO Max, which was home to the movie that I'm really going to be talking about. This being Snyder Cut. So back, it's March 18th, 2021. It was a day I was very excited about because I was ecstatic to watch the new director's cut of Justice League. Now, I'm a pretty big DC fan myself, and I was excited to get to watch the movie that the direct, the original director, Zack Snyder, envisioned when he first started filming way back in 2016 or so. So while being a four-hour movie, it was incredibly long. However, with specific points of the film where breaks could be made so that you didn't have to sit on the couch for four hours. Now I did, but I don't recommend that for everybody. So I'm about three hours in and the film is certainly picking up. It's very, it's very action-packed. It's, it very much feels like a superhero movie. And so, and I realized the reviews are accurate and the Snyder Cut is very much a more enjoyable experience than the original release back in 2017. The character development is greater. The meat of the story is better. It's more better explained. The film itself is different, and the effects are phenomenal. That's something that I feel like Zack Snyder's DC films do very well. Now, there are plenty of things I felt the movie could do without, but I enjoyed it greatly. However, again, I do not recommend this as a movie for just anybody to go and sit down in one sitting. If you like DC characters, and you want a dark, long, fun movie, like uh, I think you'll, you're really going to like Snyder Cut then. This is not a review, however. I could talk all day what I liked and what I disliked about it, but I wanted to talk about what this movie really means. First, it's important to understand what this movie is and what it exists for. So, back in 2016, the Snyders began work on the Justice League project way back, and due to restrictions from the studio, however, their creative choices were limited, so they couldn't do quite as brutal as they wanted it to be, but they still were able to leave quite a bit in. Unfortunately, a horrible tragedy struck Zack and his wife when their daughter, Autumn, committed suicide due to an overdose. Snyder's immediately left the production or to grieve and be able to come to terms with the horrible tragedy that had just occurred. Justice League was the Snyder's biggest project yet and Zack and his wife had been building up to it since Man of Steel. However, before Zack could come back to finish the film, the studio brought on Marvel director Joss Whedon from Avengers that you may recognize. He has a very distinct style and so they brought him on to recut and re-edit uh, what the Snyders had already uh, went ahead and filmed and to style it in more like the Marvel movies. Now, not only did this Justice League disappoint at the box office, pulling in a total of $657 million, but it wasn't what the Snyders wanted. Now, while $657 million is a lot of money, Warner Brothers also lost about $30 million on the film with being overall being considered what was a bomb. It was not what people wanted to see. It, it, it really it was supposed to be different 
from the Marvel movies. It had different characters, it had different plot, it had different story. It was supposed to be a different movie, but it felt very much like one of the worse Marvel movies, whether it be, I know people will disagree with me about this, but the first Avengers, the first two Thors, Captain America, the first Avenger, they're very, they've got this bland kind of humor that just falls flat very often. And that's kind of what brought the movie down. But the biggest thing was it wasn't what the Snyders wanted and it wasn't what the fans wanted. However, the pair were open to the idea that for there to exist and they did admit that a director's cut did exist that was much more similar to their previous films batman versus superman and man of steel and that made fans fans like myself excited however we would have to wait till march 18th like i mentioned for the snyder cut to release this wasn't truly a film to make money anymore it was really a movie for his daughter and it was a movie for the fans and so as the film itself says as the screen fades to black it was for autumn so with all that that really showed me that movies like snyder cut can exist where while there was a long bumpy road in order to get to it you can get long powerful moving movies that are just fun to watch now they're certainly not going to be for everybody but that's most of the dc movies these days they're not always about you know appealing to the entire audience because very very few of them are able to do that with only movies like the original wonder woman have truly been able to really capsize and absolutely just do phenomenal at the box office and just be really really well made but but finally we come to the gravest and more horrible of the events that transpired until now on march 16th several mass shootings occurred in the metropolitan area of atlanta eight people were killed, six of which being Asian-American women. This fact has led many to believe that this was an act of anti-Asian hatred. This is something that's been building up for decades, but it's certainly been something that's been a lot more prevalent over the past couple weeks. So because of this surge of coverage and surge of anti-Asian kind of statements, um... The idea of, quote, anti-Asian and other similar racist beliefs has become a bigger deal and more important to talk about. Now, I'm sure you can tell if you've seen a photo of me on the actual dispatch website, but I am not Asian American in the slightest. However, I do believe as a citizen and as a student at Bowie, I believe it's inherently wrong to hate someone for something they cannot control whether it be race age sexuality gender nobody deserves to be killed over these things now as a 16 year old boy there's very little i can do other than to empathize with those who have lost loved ones and be open about my distaste for people who hate others for things they cannot control there's yet another group of american lives lost due to gun violence now, my condolences to anyone who has lost a family member or a close friend to gun violence. We may be in a global pandemic, but the country we live in has been ravaged by a much greater threat for years. Gun control is currently the hottest topic on Capitol Hill right now, and I hope to be able to keep the listeners of this podcast up to date on the decisions being made way up in Washington, D.C. So thank you all for tuning in. I've been your host, Colin. Good night.